1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on the biggest night for Scottish football in Europe in many a year. Rangers are out to make it to the Europa League final, but they'll need to overturn a 1-0 deficit against RB Leipzig. It promises to be an emotional night to Ibrox as the club mourns the loss of legendary kitman Jimmy Bell and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has big decisions to make. Will Kimar Roof and Aaron Ramsey be fit to play? I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Well, it doesn't get much bigger than this. A European semi-final, Rangers well in the tie and all their eggs in one basket now. It is win or bust. The crowd will be pouring along to Ibrox as we speak just now. So much anticipation for tonight. I think we could be in, well, I know we're in for a long one tonight, but I think the game could go all the way. This is what Thursday nights are all about, Gordon. Really excited for it tonight. I'm sure every Rangers supporter going along to Ibrox, sitting by the radios, listening to Super Scoreboard, watching TVs, fingers crossed, everything. Looking forward to this game. Rangers have given themselves a fantastic opportunity of reaching the final. Job last week in Germany, 1-0. If they can go off to a good start tonight. But I think the big question mark for everyone going along is... What's Rangers team going to be? Good question and you can provide the answers 01419511025 We are here until 11 o'clock No matter what happens It will either be a celebration Or it will be perhaps uh, a disappointing end But everyone I'm sure pulling in the right direction Hoping that we can get a Scottish club into a European final Maybe not everyone That's the way rivalry works in this city But anyway 01419511025 Let's hear from you Rangers fans How on earth are you feeling? Because the three of us can sense the excitement, the anticipation, the nerves. So what is it like to be emotionally invested in it? Pick up the phone and let us know. Did you get much sleep last night? Have you been able to concentrate at work today? Are you going along to the game? I would love to hear from people who are on their way to Ibrox right now. We've done this together so many times in the last few years. We've been speaking to you as you head to Fourth Bank and to Gala Bank and wherever else. And now you're heading to Ibrooks for a Europa League semi-final. How does it feel? Pick up the phone and let us know. As Gordon quite rightly says, up until Giovanni Van Bronckhurst announces his team, well, you're in charge. You can tell us your suggestions. Who should play? Who shouldn't? What formation? What system? Uh, what shape? Do you think Kamal Roof and Aaron Ramsey will make it? If they do, do they start? Are they from the bench? There is a lot to get through. So please pick up the phone and get in touch, especially if you're heading along to Ibrooks. But if you're not lucky enough and you're watching it at home, we'd love to hear from you as well. 0141 951 1025. Now's the time to pick up the phone. Let's go to Ibrooks for the first time tonight and get a flavour of the build up, an early uh, flavour of the build up, I should say, with Gabriel. Yes, Gordon, it's very quiet inside Ibrox right now, but it's going to be rocking within a few hours. And what promises to be a raucous and emotional night here in Govan. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst says the players are determined to reach the final for themselves, their fans, and of course for Jimmy Bell, the much-loved kit man who suddenly passed away earlier this week. Now the fixture itself is their 60th game of a mammoth season, but Rangers are showing no signs of slowing down. They're flying high on confidence despite not winning either of their last two matches. They were so impressive in that second half against Celtic at the weekend and they were narrowly beaten by Leipzig in the Europa League semi-final first leg seven days ago and they believe, and right so that they have a fantastic chance of reaching the final in Seville later this month. What the 
fans want is more magical memories. You saw what happened at the Bernabeu last night. The crowds on European nights just have a special effect at these iconic stadiums. We spoke to James Tavernier yesterday. He spoke about the Ibrox fear factor and he says he hopes it rattles Leipzig. We'll have to wait and see if that does happen. You also touched on team news there. Of course, the question is, do they go at the five at the back or a four at the back? Will Roof or Ramsey play? But what about up front? Joe Rebo did quite well in that unorthodox number nine role last week. Fashion Sakawa was brilliant in the second half against Celtic four days ago. So that'll be an interesting one as well. I'll bring you the team news as soon as it comes in around half an hour. And what about the visitors? I was walking around Glasgow today. I saw quite a few Leipzig fans all the way over from Germany. This uh, that this is a top side. Don't forget that. They showed it in glimpses last week. They played in the Champions League semi-final two seasons ago. They're full of attacking flair, but they have stumbled recently. They've, of course, only edged past Rangers, and they've lost their last two Bundesliga games, which drops them into fifth place. Uh, I spoke to manager Domenico Tedesco yesterday. Uh, he was in quite confident mood, but he does expect Rangers to attack. He said that'll leave more spaces for his players to exploit, and he says they'll need to score as well to progress despite their lead. So it sounds like we could have a goal fest here absolutely cannot wait for this Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson they're jealous of you Gabs that you're out there at the game and these two are stuck in here with me uh, but we get to take the calls which is always entertaining 01419511025 come on you Rangers fans how are you feeling sum up the nerves the excitement the anticipation if you're calm enough to just analyse the game ahead let's do that who should play who shouldn't play uh, look every Thursday night for a long time we've had these great debates Gordon and it's it's going to be extra interesting tonight. You know, will Kimar Roof and Aaron Ramsey make it? They were training yesterday. They were getting left to the last minute. Even if they are fit, is that just to bolster the bench or did they get into the starting 11? Of all the team lineups Rangers fans have obsessed about over the last few months, this might be the most important of the lot. Yeah, I think, I think I've think i written about nine down, Gordon. I think we'll definitely start the game. I thought you were going to say nine teams. No, no. And then <laughs> I, you've, well, I, well. Us, I usually do, but I've been, I've been a bit busy today. But you've got so many perpetrations of fact of Roof. Is he fit? Ramsey. I think Roof's fit. He's got to come in. You know, I think leading the line, he's the best at it. Um, he's been scoring goals, he's in good form, he's a confident player. I think he gives you something better at Ibrox. Um, then Arebo, Kent, Lundstrom and Jack, they're certain starters tonight. So you've got Roof, you've got Ramsey, Sakala, Wright, Arfield, Kamara. Uh, the one thing you've got to say is, if these two guys are fit, uh, Roof and uh, Ramsey, he's certainly got, op- he's got options there, Gordon. It's such a big, big night, but whoever comes into that starting 11, they will be desperate for 8 o'clock to come and get out there and try and put Rangers into a final. I know the interest in, is became our roof if he's fit because we keep going on about it, the focal point of Rangers with Morello, so roof is the next best option. But if I was fashing Sakala and I was left out after you know, my second half performance at Celtic Park on Sunday, then I'd feel like I was pretty hard done by I know we always bang on, or a lot of people bang on about him not being a striker and he's a wide player. He's still a striker for me. And he done the job on Sunday. He adds that bit of pace to the front line and that bit of uncertainty. And like I say, if I was him that was left out, but the I'd thing feel is, so Quickly, Gordon, uh, I know what you're saying, Mark, but you can bring Ruth in and still have uh, space for Sakala because he could put a Rebo just behind Ruth and put Kent in one wing and Sakala in the other. 01419511025 That is the number you need You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB We are here Until 11 o'clock So build up to the game with us 
Enjoy it with us if you're not heading to the game And then of course give us your reaction at full time Scott's a Rangers fan from Paisley to kick things off How are you feeling Scott? Sum it up I'm very confident uh, I'm actually looking forward to tonight I've been saying for the last few weeks I think we'll get to the final I don't know why I'm just very confident I think there's something about this team in Europe They've got, they've got a bit mature Mature very early in the last few seasons But I think there's just something about this team That can dig a result out and I think it's been beaten by Richard Dortmund that's provided that, that spark. I didn't think anybody expected this to, but we did beat them. And I think after that, the, the team don't fear anybody. And I'm very, very confident tonight. Are you going along, Scott? I'm heading there just now, yes. Wow, what a night it's going to be. Um, Mark, we will find out. Scott's the first caller. I get the feeling from all week. The Rangers fans have got belief and are confident. They're 1-0 down from the first leg. But that doesn't seem to be you know, denting anyone's belief so far. None, it should. You know, Scott's right for what they have been through in the tournament so far. Then the Rangers fans have every right to go to Ibrox full of optimism tonight because Ibrox just seems to be a different place for, for Rangers to play in this season in, in European competitions. You know, that I think they've done well away from home, but when they get to Ibrox, you know, the. There's an energy about them straight from the off. You only had to see that against Braga the last time round where they go into it 1-0 down and it quickly changes the game. I think it'll be the same tonight. I think Leipzig are a top side, very good side, but there's just that extra yard to Rangers when they play at Ibrox and I'm sure the fans going along agree with me on that one. I said it last night, Gordon, because you know, you're a football fan, sometimes you fear the worst. It's a very Scottish thing to do. We'll get Rangers fans phoning up here ahead of a run-of-the-mill league game against St Mirren or St Johnston or Motherwell and fearing that things could go wrong but there's something about this European adventure that it's gone the opposite way and everyone just seems to be finding the positives and, and believing up to this point by the looks of it. Yeah, I agree with Mark. I think on the, the European night, especially at Ibrox, the crowd, the atmosphere, everything about it, they look a different team, Gordon. They look a... They look a yard sharper for me. Uh, they look like, you know, they believe that they can go and get into the, the next round and tonight it's getting into the final. So there's a great belief there. Um, it'll be fascinating this game tonight. I think the first goal is going to be so, so important because let's not be kidding. Yeah, we can take confidence. We had a look at Leipzig and Monday. They get beat with uh, against a 10-man team, 3-1, and they played the strongest side. And you're thinking, right, that's good. You know, they may be tired. Let's not be kidding here. They're coming to Glasgow mm. with a one-goal lead and they're a top-quality yeah. side. Rangers will need to be at their best. Uh, Scott, sum up how it feels, you know, how, how big an occasion this is. I mean, I'm sure you've been to many games in the past. How does this one feel? It feels a lot bigger just for the fact that where we've come back from. I know you're probably fed up hearing that, but where we've been in the last since we went to Manchester after that, what happened to the club. But coming back, and especially just now, Jim, it's, there's so much money in football nowadays. You never, I never expected Rangers to be in another European final in my lifetime, but we've done it. And that's a great achievement, but I just feel very confident we'll get to the final. But I think it's phenomenal where the club's been and where we've come back from. Yes, we have faltered in the league. And there's no denying that But I think in Europe The players just send something And that's why I'm very confident tonight Yeah look because You can understand that Scott mm. himself offered up to, oh, You're probably fed up hearing it But it, you know it's, it's true When Rangers got to The last European final Football just continued to 
move out of our reach, so to speak. Maybe we all thought Scottish clubs wouldn't reach another European final. Never mind one that plunged to the depths that the Rangers did during yeah. some of those times. So um, I'm sure you would forgive Scott for that bit of uh, you know nostalgia, if you like, tonight heading along to this one. Well, uh, of course. When you think it, when our teams get to the group stages of these competitions uh, and I don't even mean the Champions League I, I mean the Europa League you know the aim is to get out the group that is deemed a success if Rangers or Celtic get out the group and then they've got the last 32 to look forward to and then it's such an achievement if they get even past that you know in years gone by Rangers have uh, have done it Celtic not so much but to get to a semi-final takes something exceptional you know you need a lot of things to go your way and to go right to get to a semi-final you need a bit of luck of course but you need to have the quality and the actual bottle to stand up to top European sides Rangers have done that they've done it with, with a relatively new manager coming in just in the group stages and then putting his spin in things and I think that's helped to a certain extent because they've certainly thrived in these knockout stages under Van Bronckhurst and now they've got a chance to do it tonight and they've mm. got a chance to go one better I mean in my lifetime since Celtic get to Seville, Rangers get to Man- Manchester. Must admit, I never thought I'd see it uh, again or so quickly um, after so huge achievement. Still work to be done, but that's the incentive tonight. You can call if your name is not Scott, by the way. It just so happens that the first two callers uh, share the name. So thank you to the Paisley version. Let's bring in the Broxburn uh, edition and see how he feels about tonight, Scott. How you doing, guys? How's yourselves? Very well. How are you? But More importantly, I am kind of see you, bonus. I think I've been at the toilet about ten times already. I'm that nervous. <laughs> oh dear. But I uh, did. You go on anyway. But what we seen Cancel that dinner, please. I <laughs> right here. No bother. Well, listen. To see tonight, I mean, I actually feel as if that you know what we've got nothing to fear. No. And listen, I, I don't mean any disrespect to Leipzig, but I think tonight the whole team have got to go out there and they've got to say, wait a minute, this is a kind of one-off game. If we get through this, this is taking us to another final. And the last call I said, obviously 2008 Manchester, I actually thought myself, you know, that you would never kind of see that again. But as things stand, we're on the cusp of getting there. So but I, I firmly believe, like I say, if Rangers just go out there, you know, for the, obviously the crowd are going to be, they're going to play an absolute massive, massive part tonight, as they have done uh, all season in Europe. But can I, I'm kind of quietly kind of confident tonight, really quietly confident. But I actually think tonight that I, I can't see Roof starting tonight. Now, hopefully I'm wrong, but I just don't think that Broncos will risk him. I can see Sakala playing up front himself first and maybe, you know, depending on how kind of things are going, then you can bring on somebody like a roof or possibly a Scott Wright or, mm. you know, you never actually know. Oh, listen, just see, just another kind of final point. There's a guy that I work, uh, work beside, big Alex Kevin Fees Calder. No, he's Celtic through and through. And even he said, he says, listen, he says, Scott, he says, I'm actually rooting for Rangers tonight and he's been the only Celtic fan that I know. <laughs> That want Rangers to do well. So well, he'll be delighted that you've outed him on the radio in front of a couple hundred thousand people, Scott, and they'll be able to go back to his work tomorrow. Um, but you can, well, Scott's, I mean, shared his toilet habits from today, yeah. which we'll just we'll just gloss over Good that. Big cows um, I mentioned, just in case we put you off your dinner, Gordon Deal. But on a serious note, quietly confident. I, I like that I sort think... of way of putting it because I think that probably. Speaks for quite a lot of Rangers fans. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you'll be the only one in that camp, Gordon. Uh, especially with the, the, the scoreline, 1-0. Um, th- there's no away goals as well, which helps. 
Um, I think with the crowd behind them coming out there, front foot, everything that's happened this week as well, the players will be desperate to achieve the final for the memory of, obviously, Jimmy Bell as well. So I, I just think there's an excitement um, that we've never had for a long, long time. Um, I can't wait for 8 o'clock for a kickoff. Can't wait to see the team. He's going back there and saying about Sakala. I can understand you talk about Sakala uh, because you're looking at Celtic Park. Now, for me, I thought he was going to take Sakala off. He put him through the middle and I thought he was great. He got his goal, caused problems on the pace for about 15, 20, 25 minutes. I've watched Sakala start the games for Rangers through the middle. Now, if you're asking me who's the better centre forward in a game like this tonight, and Sakala may well play. I'm not saying that don't play him. He could play off the flank, as I told you about uh, Arebo playing in behind. I think Ruth would be a massive player for Rangers tonight. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't start. What do you think, Mark? We obviously can only really speculate a bit. We don't know about the fitness, but let's just take it on a very black and white basis that he's either fit to be involved in the squad or he's not. And therefore, if he is fit enough to be named anywhere tonight, does that start in the absence of anyone else? Any other sort of recognised striker? Scott doesn't think so. Um, if Ruth's fit, I think, yeah, he, he should play. I made the point that Sakala would probably feel hard done by, uh, and, and so he should because he, he did well in the second half at Celtic Park. He scored a goal. But Ruth, there's no doubt about it, Ruth's a better player. Ruth's the most more reliable player, should we say. You sometimes don't know what you're getting from Sakala. You know, I think the Rangers players are sometimes thinking that as well. You know, sometimes when the ball's played up to him, I think we've seen, was it in the first leg? Somebody tried to play the ball on his feet and he, he'd already made the run over the top and it, was it Lundstrom or something that had a, a real moan at him. And that's the difference. I think they understand that Roof's going to be right there in the middle. He can hold it up, bring others into play where Sakala's hitting miss. So if Roof's fit, for me, he plays. Sum up how big tonight is, Scott. Absolutely massive. I think this is your biggest game in kind of quite a few years. That's what I generally think. Now, and listen, to see, as Mark says, I, and same with Gordon Deere as well, I do think that Roof is the better player. But I actually think, I mean, I've got that wee niggling down in my head that he's no properly 100% match fit. And that's, in, in, the, in my opinion, that's why Sakala will start. Now, hopefully, that's, hopefully I'm totally wrong, but it's just that kind of feeling that I've got. Did you hear last night's show? We had an exclusive, though. Did you miss it? A guy called in and said, my girlfriend works at the petrol station. Kamar Roof came in earlier, filled up his car and said he's fit to play. <laughs> there you go then, he's playing tonight. So that's, that's good it's, enough for me, yeah. so do I. Scott and Broxburn, <laughs> thank you very much. How are the rest of you feeling? 01419511025, we'll hear from you and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here on a huge night of European football at Ibrooks, a Europa League semi-final no less. Let's continue to build up with Alexander, who is a Rangers fan from Mary Hill. How are you feeling, Alexander? Confident? Hello there, guys. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm well. How are you? Yeah, we're are fine. You nervous, confident, somewhere in between? Nice to talk to you. I'm a first-time caller. Um, nice I to speak to you. Show- I listen to your show every night uh, I think Gordon Yells He's an absolute lasso he is I tell you what oh, he's, he's been called a few things To be fair <laughs> over Keep, the it, time, keep so it going mate You're um, having a good first call That's not too bad um, don't, I won't ask you for your, your opinion on, on Mark Wilson In case it goes 
uh, downhill from there. How do you feel about tonight, Alexander? Are you looking forward to it? I'm all looking forward to it, but I'd also like to pay my respects to, uh, to, 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 to yesterday. It was a tragic thing that happened to Rangers. Um, so it was, um, but I, I, I'll move on to that. No, I think, yeah. it, listen, you don't, I think it's fair. It's certainly, you know, it's very relevant, Mark, because that's it's going to be noticed tonight. It's going to be felt that we've, we've seen will, the yeah. scenes outside Ibrox today, touching moment with the manager and the captain and paying their respects. Every fan who goes along will be thinking about the sad passing of Jimmy Bell and every yeah. player it is not even in question because you're talking about someone who would have been an integral part of every single pre-match routine they've ever yeah. taken part in at the club. Yeah, that's that's the difference with, with the, the passing of Jimmy Bell that Jimmy Bell would have been in direct contact with all these players. Knowing their habits, that's the thing about a kit man. You get so close to them. You have your individual wee things that he looks after you with everything. And the Rangers players will certainly notice it, and the fans as well, because he, he was there on the bench for every game. So it'll be a sad loss for the Rangers fans at Ibrox this evening. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Mark quite rightly says, as a footballer, you get in there, everything's laid on for you. That was what the kit man, he knew every single habit you had before the game, what sort of a stuff you needed, what what made you feel good before you went out the, the t- into the tunnel and into that game. And tonight, of course, and as these players are walking th- out that tunnel to that fantastic atmosphere at Ibrox tonight in front of that packed audience, I'm sure that some of these players will certainly have Jimmy in their thoughts. That's the cruel thing about grief and loss. Alexander's life has to go on. The players will have to find it, you know, within them to go and do the job tonight. Who plays? What's your team looking like? Well, I know about grief. Because I lost my brother last year, Gordon, um, through tra- tragic circumstances. And I'm no man used to say sorry and all that, but it was a tragic thing. But I know about grief. It was a terrible thing. But my, my thoughts about the Rangers game tonight, I think Rangers will win 2 nothing tonight. And my my team selection would be. I don't think um, I put Barisic at left back. I'd rather put Bassi in, put Balligan back in at the middle with with, with Big Golson, the usual with, with James Tavernier. The middle of the park. This is a, this is a, this is the winner of the game for me. For for Rangers, Rangers need to be strong in the middle of the park. I would put Davis in, Lundstrom. And 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 when they put Ramsey in, when they put Ramsey in, when they put Kamara in either, because Kamara's been hit and miss. Um, yeah, there's going to be big decisions, Alexander. That's for sure. What about the back four that he, that he mentions? You know, no Barisic for him. Stick Bassi in at left back. Bring Balogun back in. You've got the pace there. Is that something you could get on board with? I think I think the problem with that, Mark Mark's nodding there, um, but I think the. The reason people think that against Celtic, you get caught with Jota at the back post. But I thought after that, he settled in to the game. Me personally, uh, as a big call, I would stick with Bassi at left centre back. I would put Barisic because I think Rangers want to. I think he's got better quality in the final third, mm. Gordon. See that left foot if he gets into that final third. If I was a centre forward, as much as Bassi's terrific going up and down that left hand side. If I was a centre forward and I was picking between Bassey and Barisic to whip the ball in for me to go and attack it, I'm taking Barisic all day. I, I've got to agree with the quality in the final third. Barisic is better. But I think with Balligan, 
you can play a high line because he's got that pace. I think Bassey um, can add quality as well in the final third, but I just think Barisic got caught Celtic Park, he got caught a few times, and then even when you think back to last Thursday, there was a few times in that first half where he was caught out of position as well. Um, kind of got it back in the second half, but, but I think with Balogun back, I would change it. Mm. We always talk about you know the way games end and what that does to your memory of it. You know, mm. I think most Rangers fans came away from Sunday feeling quite good about things because they finished the game strongly and could have won, and it was an understrength team anyway, and uh, you know all the rest of it. That's the, the sort of feedback they were giving us, but at half time they weren't being too complimentary about Borna Barisic. No, and I can understand why because the the spotlight goes on you when you lose a goal. You know, the first thing you do is as a Rangers, if you're connected with Rangers and Celtic score against you, you look for someone to blame. You know, and obviously Barisic get caught at the back post, but take nothing away from Jota. It was it was terrific. Got across and got his goal. Yes, you can't say Barisic should have defended, and that's why he come under the spotlight a little bit. I just think tonight's a completely different game, Gordon. This is a chance to go to a final. You're at home. You're hoping to be on the front foot. I think they'll probably go back to the back four. He went to a five last week in Germany. I think he'll go back to the back four. I, I totally take on board what Mark's saying about Balogun allows you to go up the pitch because of the pace. But I just think the quality coming in for the flanks, I would go with Barisic tonight. Uh, thank you to Alexander. We're about to speak to Andy, but let's hear from the Rangers manager for the first time this evening. He hopes a raucous Ibrox atmosphere can help guide his side into that final in what promises to be an emotional night, as Alexander mentioned. Well, I think the, um, you know. Of course, we are. Um, we all have the same uh, same goal is to to reach the final. You know, my players, my staff, we all do the best we can to uh, be uh, prepared. I think the fans will are always uh, important for us at home, and they're uh, they are a big factor in the atmosphere. You know, we're gonna have a have a noisy night, and uh, you know, a noisy night we we need. To uh, to overcome this opponent and uh, will be uh, will be emotional, but uh, you know we'll be ready when the when the whistle goes. It's certainly going to be noisy. You can put your house on it. It's going to be noisy. What does that do to actually influence the game, Mark? For instance, can Rangers come out to that noise and then sit off the way they did at the mm. start of the game last week? Or do you think the two will sort of marry up, go hand in hand? And Rangers will use that And the crowd will use them And it, it, yeah. you know, it'll be rock and roll Pretty much goes like that doesn't it? Um, Yeah it'd be difficult for them to sit back Look, The crowd's going to be massive for Rangers tonight We only have to go back uh, to the game last night I mean Real Madrid, Man City Now when Man City scored The crowd, uh, the camera panned to the crowd And you seen them encouraging their team Right to the last minute Real Madrid were dead buried But they kept going with them and then you're hearing commentators say today that the crowd plays such a big part at that club. It's the same at Ibrox tonight. Even if Rangers lose that first goal, which you might well do, they're still in the tie. That's the beauty of the, the away goal rules not being there anymore. So it's important that obviously Rangers start quick, but if things don't go their way, the crowd stick with them to pull them through. Andy's a Rangers fan on the line. Andy, we're starting with the easy general questions. How big is this tonight? Sum it up for us as a Rangers fan. As a Rangers fan of many, 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 many years, uh, this is one of the biggest in our history. Um, obviously, getting to Manchester, getting to Barcelona, 
was, was absolutely magic. But it's a different format nowadays, um, playing in these group stages, etc., etc. So this is one of, or if not the biggest game in Rangers history tonight, to get to um, Sevilla. That's the reality of it, Gordon. Whether it's the biggest or not, it, it seems strange to waste tonight building up to the game splitting hairs and arguing about you know whether it's the first biggest the second biggest or whatever but I think what we can all agree on is it's certainly in that bracket it's in that conversation and particularly in recent history um, what a night they have in store it's massive absolutely massive for a club um, you know to get to the they're two games away from winning this tournament Gordon I know you've got to take each game as it comes along and uh, that will be very difficult tonight uh, But I just think that that crowd there The 12th man You go back to saying What will the players be I think that gives you an extra yard It really does Mark will tell you You played in big games before And you come out there And the support And the noise It just gives you that extra bit of energy That extra yard to go the next bit I think that Rangers fans going along tonight Will be so excited It is absolutely off the scale for Rangers supporters tonight How much it means to them Are you going along Andy? Yes I'm stuck in the traffic jam Just at the, the gas tanks I kind of don't know this part of Glasgow but I mean I pass it every week But um, you know where the gas tanks Oh I know are. where you are I know where you are You're on there mate You'll Aye, be, You're mm, cutting it fine Nah you'll be, be fine mm. No? <laughs> Hold on let's not, let's not ruin Andy's night Andy you can listen it on the radio is that right? <laughs> Stephen Mill has he got a tra- has he got a travel update for us soon? I think he doesn't know anything. He'll keep Stephen Mill. Um, what are you thinking, team wise, Andy, and, and how confident you are? Well, initially I was thinking same starting lineup as started against Celtic, um, but in listening to Mark uh, about Bassey and Balogun putting Bassey to left back and Balogun coming into centre uh, centre half, um, I don't know if they'll go that way or no because. I mean, Baratic is good going forward. He's good at getting balls across. And we're going to need goals tonight where uh, young Bassett Disney is not as good at that uh, as putting balls across as Baratic can. Uh, so I was wanting to see what Gordon's team was because a fortnight ago at Braga, the Braga game, I came on and I think I miscalled um, Gordon. I didn't miscall him, but we had a wee bit of laugh. And so did you guys. Uh, I was wondering what Gordon's team was because uh, he got it right against Braga and I was wondering if he had his team tonight. Yeah, he's been on a bit of a roll recently, Andy. He's, his tactical knowledge has been spot on. Um, Score predictions on the money as well. What do you think? I'll all go... Uh, north tonight, south, whatever it goes, east, west. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on a minute, Steven? right? That, See when you're doing well, and you, when, you, know, when you're getting praise for your tactics, don't bring geography into it. <laughs> that's the that's the one area. Well, there are a few. Well, it's, it's the main my area. My compass doesn't seem to work. I've no. got the problem. What about your moral compass? Uh, no, in fact, let's leave uh, that for uh, another show uh, as well. That's gone. I'm I'm depending on the fitness of these players. I definitely would start with Ruth. I would go with Barisic at left back, Gordon. Nine picks itself, right? For me, nine picks itself. Lundstrom and Jack in the middle. Aribo and Kent will start. And it's what you fit in round about the jigsaw. I'd like to know who's fit. If Roos fit, I'm playing Roof. And I think that Van Bronckhurst will play Roof. But the rest... Sakala, as Mark says, I thought 20-25 minutes second half against Celtic, he caused problems. Got his goal... 
looked like he was getting that confidence. Up until then, he didn't influence the game at all. I think you need Ruth through mm. the middle tonight. Andy, we heard some callers and, in fact, the Rangers manager talking about it being an emotional night, the sad passing of Jimmy Bell this week. Um, then, of course, just the, the general loud, raucous atmosphere that there would be uh, tonight. What, what type of occasion do you expect? Uh, I do expect a raucous occasion, very much so. Um, sorry, I, I meant to pass on my condolences to Jimmy Bell's family when I come on. It's quite an emotional time for me as well. It's almost 16 years since I lost my son, uh, who is a avid Rangers supporter who came along in all the games. And I stopped going for 11 years after I lost my son. But I've, I've got back into it and shout over him and the government's fan every week. I'll bet. Every game. Um, can I also say a big shout out to my, my good friend John who sits in front of me for Renfrew who'll be listening to the show as well he's always asked me to give him a shout out he's frightened to phone in <laughs> he's too scared well listen he'll not be stuck in traffic though he's coming from the other way Andy so he'll get there before you listen you take care enjoy the game tonight all the best thank you very much good man that was Andy somewhere on Andy's not making that uh, I'd be anxious. Come you on. Know that? If I was sitting here just now, where is it? Where is he? Unless he's parking right outside the front door in twenty yeah, minutes to kick off. Oh, that's <laughs> sorry, Andy. Those roadworks are horrendous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was Andy. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you'd like to join him, you can tweet at Clyde SSB, and we will speak to you next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here. It's 01419511025. Remember, we're on until 11 o'clock. It is quite a big night, in case you hadn't noticed at Ibrooks. So we are marking that occasion by staying on right till the death. And we've got a Rangers team as well. You've all been speculating about it all night, all week, looking at who should play and who shouldn't and how it affects Rangers' chances. Well, here is your answer with Gabriel. Yes, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has selected his 11 men that he hopes can take his team to Seville. But the big news is who is not in the lineup. Kemal Roof misses out of the squad entirely, whilst Aaron Ramsey is just fit enough to make the bench. Van Bronckhorst has made three changes from the 1-1 draw with Celtic at the weekend, with Davis, Arfield and Sakala dropping to the substitutes bench for Jack Wright and Kamara. So the full 11 is here. Alan McGregor is in goal. James Tavernier playing right back with Connor Goldson and Calvin Bassey at centre-half. Borna Barisic will be on the left-hand side of defence. We are midfield three of John Lundstrom, Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara. Scott Wright playing off the right-hand side. Joe Rebo through the middle and Ryan Kent off the left. McLaughlin, King, Jack, Kamara, Sands. Uh, sorry, uh, McLaughlin, McCrory. Uh, we have uh, King, Sands. Many others are on the bench. But the big news is that there are no roof and Ramsey only on the bench. Rebo will play false nine again. It could be a four at the back. It could be a five at the back, like it was last week. It is the same 11 players that were playing last week in Germany. Massive team news from Rangers. Leipzig have announced their 11 as well. They've gone three changes from the game seven days ago. They're still playing their 3-4-3 fluid formation. Peter Gulashi is the captain and he's in goal. Josep Guardiol, Willie Orban and Lukas Klosterman are the back three. Benjamin Henricks, Kevin Campbell, Conrad Lima and Angelino will play across the midfield with Christopher Nkunku, Danny Ullman and Yusuf Poulsen up front. They're on the pitch right now just walking about. They look very calm, but they might not be calm when this place is packed out in about an hour's time.
Well, there you have it Rangers fans That is your team What do you make of it? Is that the team that carries you to a Europa League final? There is no Kimar Roof anywhere in the squad Does that reduce your confidence to uh, an uncomfortable level? Or can you get by without him? Let us know Gordon DL, your reaction quickly So we can get back to the phones Yeah, just quickly Gordon um, A bit surprised But obviously Roof not in there He's decided to go with a rebo up there He went last week at the first half With a diamond Brought right and Kent in But I thought that was more defensive Tonight I think Kent will be in the left Right will be in the right A good one And a rebo through the middle with the starting 11, that's the best system. Uh, I like to see Kamara in there. I think he brings a lot to it. But Sakala, I feel a bit, you know, disappointed being left out, but a good sub to be used. How big a blow is no Kamara Roof? Huge. Absolutely huge. Um, keep going on a bit. Focal point. Brings others into play. Can score a goal. He's been huge for Rangers in these ties before. So he'll be a big miss tonight. My, my biggest surprise, I know I said Balogun and... Um, Maybe in there But Scott Wright Ahead of Sakala That's that's the biggest one for me So big call for From Gio Van Bronckhurst And uh, It'll be interesting to see How they line up though If it'll be the yeah, same as last true. week yep. Or if it goes slightly different John's a Rangers fan You're the first one on To react to that team news John what do you make of it? Hi good evening again guys uh, Yeah just heard it As I was uh, Kept on hold Coming on I'm quite positive um, with Aribo up front. He's quite a bit of a, a lad, holds the ball in well, very good at his feet. We can, and um, right on the other side, I think it's very positive. I said a couple of weeks ago about the defence going to Germany, and we need to be tight, we need to you know, hold our own, we need to be fighting like cat and dog. We've done that. I'm hoping it's the same tonight at defence, and I'm hoping we can get something with Aribo, Wright and Ken and either side I think it's quite a, the best option they've got if that makes sense So the absence of Kamar Roof doesn't worry you too much? <sighs> Not really to be honest because he's been injury prone quite a bit he's lacking a bit of match fitness I think what we've got tonight is the best that we can put out and I'm sure we are able through the middle if that's how they go I think it's a great out ball personally I don't know what you guys think Yeah as you alluded to before the way that they line up might be even more important than it than it normally is f- for a game because there isn't that recognised striker. So mm. that team, fine, we all know the personnel, but it can be very different because as we we saw that in game last week. Yeah, I I would be so surprised if he starts the exact same way as he did with a rebo deeper and Kent and Wright as a two kind of narrow mm. running in behind. You just you just saw the difference when Arriba went through, through the middle, middle and mm. you put Kent on the left and right on yeah. the right, got with, and Kent did a lot of what he's done in this tournament before, mm. in that second half. Strange thing is, though, it didn't last very long. You know, didn't, mm. it, it, how, how, long, how long across 90 minutes did Joe Rebo yeah. play centrally last he week? Brought, he brought Sakala in and yeah. put him through the middle, Gordon. It's going to be... An, I, 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 you know, I it feels like I feel like every fan who watched it thought mm-hmm. that was Rangers' best spell in the game, and therefore repeat that. Put Joribo there. We just mm-hmm. don't know if the manager agrees. See the positive about that eleven for a manager. He can he can change that system very quickly. Uh, as as Gabs says, Ibrooks there. Um, you know, he could go to a three at the back. He can go his back four. I expect him to line up with a four. I would think the three midfield players, Jack Lundstrom and Kamara. And right, Aribo and Kent, but he can swap that round. He's got different systems in there depending on how the game goes. So I think it's a very clever lineup from him. 
because um, as I say, the personnel in there, he can move about. It's just if Arrio plays up through the middle, if they're going to get up the pitch and get at this team early, it's got to be quality balls into him so that he can hold the ball up. We know he's got the ability for that and obviously getting the support from the wide areas and the midfield. The one thing you've got to say is, that, you know, that selection last week, the system, at worked. You know, uh, it was exactly what Van Bronckhurst wanted to be tough to play against and then open up a wee bit in the second half to create chances and they were only undone by that terrific goal. So he's he's probably given Leipzig the full respect that they deserve. They're a good side, they'll know the dangers that they'll pose. Perhaps he thought, if we open up with Sakala through the middle and Kent one wing right in the other or Aribo, this team have the ability to pick us off. So maybe he's going to be a bit more conservative Will the Rangers support like that straight from the off? Well, they're going to have to, I guess. They're the going to have to. The only question, Martin, in the middle of the part, see tonight for a game like this. Now, I'm a massive Kamara fan. If he's going to go with three in there, would there have been a situation where Davis could have come in and controlled the game tonight for him? Because he's absolutely brilliant at it, Gordon. Especially but, when it's not always known exactly what role Kamara gets in there. He's been tried that bit further forward, which... Who was it last night? Um, I think it was me. I think it was Marvin Bartley. He said he didn't want to see that. He thought if Kamara's in there, he wants him to be the deep one and trying to sort of pull strings a little bit and then let Jack and Lundstrom go and do what they do. Yeah, that's why I mentioned Davis. Mm-hmm. Davis is first class at that. Um, but he's obviously decided to go with Kamara. Look, it's a good choice. Kamara's a, a very talented player. But I'm just interested to see tactically how they've got to line up. I don't, I'm not surprised that uh, he's chosen right over Sakala. I think you, you touched it there, Mark, and the fact that I don't think he wants to be that open. Mm. There's only 1 0. There's plenty of time to turn this tie around. So I think that with the personnel, it's probably his best side. Uh, John, sum it all up overall you know, the, the occasion, the incentive, the, the, the type of. Weak Rangers have had as well has to come into it. How are you feeling about it all? Yeah, my second point was um, about my condolences to Jimmy Bell's family and everybody connected at Rangers. There's a wee quick story here for you. My friend played with Rangers way back many moons ago, got a broken leg against Celtic uh, Parkhead uh, when we stayed in George's Cross, when the days when we used to get a subway over to Ibrox. Um, and what happened was we, Jimmy, used to come down and pick my mate up, take him over to Ibrox and drop him off. He was such a nice wee guy. He went through all that era with all different managers. He was a bit of a character. Um, and to be honest with you, a different side of that when you see Jimmy uh, going and taking a young boy who's broke his leg, who was smashing striker at the time, uh, Gary McSwiggan, could be doing with him tonight if he was away back in the days because he was a terrific goal scorer. So we Jimmy went out his way to pick him up and drop him off. Top man, honestly. It was really, really... Didn't need to do it, but it was really good. And that's an, uh, that was a guy who was a kit man. And that's how much he thought of the young lads coming through. So it was brilliant to see that, to be honest with you. So I just wanted to highlight that. Uh, John, I appreciate that, John. I knew that someone who'd been there for so long, you know, w- would have sparked stories and, and anecdotes and memories from our listeners. So that, that was great. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, we got the guys, you could see them looking at each other, John, saying, who's his mate? Mm-hmm. Who's he talking about? Yep. And you eventually named them, so... Um, you've you've satisfied their nosiness. Um, that that is it, Mark. I think John said something like, "No, that's just the kit man." But I think you can see this week by the outpouring of emotions and tributes from former players, it was more than that. Wasn't well, it? that's the thing when you see former players, you know, all 
kind of instantly, you know, putting on their social media, what Jimmy Bell meant to them, um, little stories that he did for them, then you quickly get an idea of how huge he was at the club. And like you say, the kit man, sometimes, you know, you get the closest to them because you see them every day. They're the last person you see before you go. And he obviously had a big influence in a lot of players, even when they were young. To, to the superstars the Boers and that he had an influence in all those guys so it will be a sad night uh, thank you John enjoy your night if you can I'm sure it's going to be uh, nervy as these occasions can be but it was nice to speak to John it takes us up to time for this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football come on then Beat the Pundit time that'll settle everyone's nerves eh Thursday nights beat the pundits Usually a calm Uneventful affair mm-hmm. Just think by this time last week We had had our um, Moment With Stephen and oh, Nicewood Who already happened. Who swore <laughs> uh, Live on air If you've not seen the video yet We decided to let it lie a couple of days And the video is now up there On our Twitter feed Or TikTok Instagram Facebook The lot is all there And even I can admit As unprofessional as we were It's pretty funny I I'll never be Even I watched never a good few times last Captain night uh, So you, you, can go and, you can go and check that out But in the meantime Let's play Beat the Pundit If you fancy your chances And quite frankly Why wouldn't you Of beating Gordon Dale Or Mark Wilson Now's the time to call It's 0141 951 1025 And the lines close at 7 o'clock So let's hear from you Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141951025 And we are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB On a monumental night for Rangers And Scottish football We could have a Scottish team In the Europa League final In three hours time But Rangers have got work to do Because they are 1-0 down From the first leg against RB Leipzig We've told you the team What do you make of it? Scott Wright is in there Fashion Sakala is not There is no Kamar Roof anywhere Aaron Ramsey's on the bench Other than that it's Well it is as you were From, from last week's team isn't it So uh, pick up the phone and let us know Let's build up to the game together Are you heading along? How confident are you? Have you had sleepless nights? All the usual stuff And can I just say Away from the game Ever so slightly mm. I truly thought I had seen And heard it all on this show I mean think about it We've had people on here with tears of joy, tears of sadness We've had people swearing on the show mm. Like last week We've had our comedy moments with yourself On Beat the Pundit mm. We've had arguments We've had, well, I thought we'd seen it all I'm not liking where this is going This yep. show is about to take one of the weirdest turns Ever <laughs> I got the strangest <laughs> Strangest message On Instagram last night Involving one of you two Please tell me it's him to my right It's you, obviously <laughs> oh, it's going to be good Even in my weirdest bit of my imagination I just didn't expect this to, to be a, like, I'll get to it, right? But we need to play Oh no, I'm worried We need to play, Don't be worried But we need to play Beat the Pundit first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right, let's play Beat the Pundit with Chris Who's a Celtic fan on the line How's it going, Chris? Not bad, Gordon. How are you? Oh, good, thank you. Now, Chris is in Motherwell. You know what that means. If you lose the ball, Chris. Chauffeur driven, you might say. Good you could chauffeur drive the ball. Good evening, Chris. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? Oh, you're sounding a bit nervous, Chris. <laughs> Motherwell. If I play you, I'll beat you guys from the CD. Are you far from me? <laughs> yes. Yes, Chris. Uh, <laughs> 
you about to tell him where you live? That's no, strange. I just want to know right. where Chris lives. No, don't I do know, that. I, know, I don't trust him. I don't, I don't, trust don't him, give out that type of information. No. But we'll find <laughs> out if it goes to plan. Uh, heads, it will be though Mark Wilson, and if it's tails, you'll get <clears> your chauffeur-driven uh, ball from Gordon DL. So let's see how it goes. What does what? that say, producer I, Callum? I don't know. Says tails. <laughs> never fails. <laughs> I would like to know how many yeah, no. times I've played this well, game. Black Arthur will tell us on his spreadsheet, but you know what? It's not. It's not just you. It's on certain nights. I've noticed that Bartley's getting the tails. Has he? Yeah. And the thing is, because he's an absolute pest, an even bigger pest than Gordon, mm. he films it. Oh, I've seen that every actually. night. Yeah, Does he? yeah I've so seen it. For anyone out there who thinks that we're at it, <sighs> M- Marvin films the 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 coin toss and. I don't know, it just happens to, So it's you right, again it is, right, all it the best, Chris have, uh, a, have a good game Right, let me give you some Clyde 2 to listen to Gordon um, Chris, I'm going to put 30 seconds on this clock Just answer the questions as many as you can And you're more than welcome to pass if you don't know, okay? No bother, mate, right, Let's go, 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Which energy drink company first bought RB Leipzig in 2009? Red Bull Which player is older, Carter Vickers or Starfelt? Uh, Name the only Scotsman Other than Andy Robertson To play in a Champions League final Since 1990 Paul Lambert Name any scorer In the Partick Thistle Inverness game On Tuesday Pass Name any Scottish Premiership side Whose club crest Is made up of only Two colours Aberdeen Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Played in a World Cup final With the Netherlands In which year 2006 Okay, let's bring Gordon Deal back Can you hear us? I can Same set of questions to you You ready? <sighs> yeah Let's go Your time starts now Which energy drink company First bought RB Leipzig in 2009? Red Bull Which player is older? Carter Vickers or Starfelt? Uh, Starfelt Name the only Scotsman Other than Andy Robertson To play in a Champions League final Since 1990 uh, Pass Name any scorer In the Partick Thistle Inverness game On Tuesday Oh no uh, Mackay Name any Scottish Premiership side Whose club crest is made up of only two colours um, Hibs Giovanni Van Bronckhurst played in the World Cup final With the Netherlands In which year? Oh I know that uh, 94 had <laughs> 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 absolutely no chance Actually, Do you know why? I had a moment of weakness there Where I actually thought he knew it oh, I believed no him as well chance. I believed you Did yeah. you? Aye, aye Absolutely no chance I'm having that one Chris, is the ball getting chauffeur driven to Motherwell? I don't know I think it's tight I think it's definitely firm I just picked number one Oh, I can't hear Chris's answer So if he's, if he's Chris has been beat there Nah I don't think so Let's find out Red Bull You both got that RB Leipzig Carl Starfell is Two years older So you both got that It's tied at the moment Name the only Scotsman Other than Andy Robertson To play uh-huh. in a Champions League final Since 1990 Didn't just play in it He won it Paul Lambert Ah oh, I could have got I was going to go Lambert as well <laughs> Darren Fletcher not playing now Twice on the bench Oh was he yeah. Oh, no, oh was listen he, Was he should... not suspended One of them Anyway, he didn't play. No, he didn't play. This could go by a tiebreaker. Um, Chris, get that. You'll be lucky to get a tiebreaker. He got it. Paul, <laughs> so, Lambert, ah, well, up. Name any scorer in the Thistle Inverness game: Crawford, Sutherland, or Samuels. None of you got it. Name any Scottish Premiership club crest, which is made up of only two colours. I like the the tactic from Chris, who's a Celtic fan, and just overlooked that completely and went for <laughs> Aberdeen. Um, but they were both right. So was Hibbs. 
So you're still What you won behind Yeah So it all hinges on Whether Giovanni Van Bronckhorst ah, Played in the World no. Cup final In 1994 <laughs> did, or did not know? Um, <laughs> For what it's worth Chris got it wrong Also oh. well, I, I've got a funny feeling So did I He was at least closer than you It was 2010 I remember because I watched it at tea in the park. Yeah. There oh, we go. Yeah. Well so, done, um, Chris. And I'll tell you what, it was his it was his final appearance as a professional player. Yeah. What a way to go out. Oh, yeah. You went to Cowdenbeath with them back. I did I. But yeah, finished in that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got beat 4-3. Uh, Chris, well done. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Good man, the same ball. I'll make sure. I'll be coming through your window about eleven thirty tonight. I knew it. I don't want to hear that. What did he say? That's what you said. You don't want to hear that. Well done, Chris. Good man. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. That was Chris in Motherwell. Chauffeur driven, eh? You could do that. Absolutely no chance. I'm getting home. I know we've stopped kind of doing the stats, but no, you lose no, no. a lot. No, no, yeah, but I won on Tuesday. No, 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 listen. I, I won on Tuesday. Black Arthur lives on the other side of the globe, so what he does is he start, he listens to the podcast in like batches and he oh, catches up he? and he, right. yeah, he updates his. I must have played about. You're worse than Hugh at this. 40 times. I bet I'm not at the bottom of the table. Worse than Hugh. Spreadsheet. It'll be you and Hugh for sure. No chance. 100% Absolutely both. Absolutely no chance. It might be above him, but you'll be. it'll be the two of you down there. Well, I've who else? The, uh, um, who else is on this show? Uh, Donnelly Many as he played No he's, he's only lost once He's is good he? yeah. Halliday's not very good Are you joking? All right, okay Wins every week Hannah mm. Hannah's played 3-1-2 you... Anyway I did say that I got and I, Listen I get a lot of weird I'm messages About minutes, this show yeah. Believe me I get a lot of strange Messages about this show But this one Just really came out the blue More than Than any other That I can think of And it was really late last night mm. But it actually Kept me awake Because I, I thought I can't wait To get up tomorrow and get to the bottom of this And I've been a bit busy right So I haven't fully got to the bottom of it But we'll get there by the end of the show So Ryan Kane And I'll just read the message to you He says uh, Bear with me Gordon You'll appreciate this So I'm listening to an audio book It's the third in the series of horror novels And this one is set in a creepy castle out in air I won't get that much into it more than that It's a spooky book Creepy characters etc And um, now imagine My sense of disbelief Every time the creepy, bumbling Scottish chauffeur is mentioned, his name is Gordon Diel. <laughs> I'm not grasping gra- this. What's going on here? I don't know either. It's not a joke. So it's a real book. Apparently, there's a real book, and there's this Scottish chauffeur, and his name is Gordon Diel. The character is called Gordon Diel. <laughs> and I'm thinking Nah this this can't be happening And apparently he's quite creepy He's quite a creepy character <laughs> <laughs> So Ryan's delighted at this And he says It's it's by a famous English horror writer Called James Herbert Do you think he crossed paths with Daz And <sighs> immediately found his inspiration Is this news to you? You didn't know that Because you would have mentioned it does That you are apparently a character In a horror novel <laughs> I have no idea about this. Seriously, oh, I honestly I swear. You'd be I, claiming royalties. I, that is, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to get my lawyer <laughs> on that one. A creepy chauffeur. A creepy chauffeur, apparently. Uh, so, genuinely, you've never heard about this before. Because I, I thought that's the type of thing that would have been right on my mentioned. Street. No, not not so much, but just mentioned to you at some point. I mean, how how weird. Gordon Dale's quite a. I could be an No, listen, Dale. hold on. Let's be clear. That's the thing. If if this is true, it's not a coincidence. Obviously. I'm just going to come up with that name Gordon Aye He's got a It's named after you if, if it turns out to be Legit 
But no, genuinely, no one's ever mentioned this to you in your life before. I have no idea what you. Did you say it was an air as well? Uh, yeah, He's exactly. An air. Well, it's a creepy no castle. A hundred percent, that's you. Driving around creepy yeah. castles. <laughs> because Ryan said to me, creepy as Ryan well. said to me in the message, you know, it's a famous English horror writer called James Herbert. I must admit, I'd never heard of. No offence, Mister Herbert, if you're listening. But I googled him. He's legit. He's got a lot of books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like Producer you. Callum, can we try and get him on the phone? I don't really know. Get a get James Herbert's number. Fo- yeah, exactly. Look him up. Can it be that hard? Or, yeah, um, he'll be on one of these social media. Or oh, actually, actually, Ryan did say it was an audio book. How oh. good would it be if we could get the clip? <laughs> right, Producer Callum, drop what you're doing. <laughs> forget the rest deep. of the callers. <laughs> download every book that James Herbert has uh, ever written. Uh, Listen to them all. And get us an answer before we leave at eleven o'clock I'm tonight. I'm a part of the stories. I'm your people. To yes, and you're you know a character what? in the we, book. Uh, we need we need more info though. We need to know what that guy gets up to in case <laughs> the author <laughs> has had some stories about Daz and he's, he's, he's neatly tied in the book. He's been running about me for a few years. People have to know. <laughs> oh, we need to I know. Can't be me. Absolutely yeah. no chance. I'd be chuffed at that if I was in a book. A no. horror, a horror no, book as well. No, it's a creepy character. <laughs> <laughs> I got a reputation to live up to here. And he sneaked in. Did they have an old beat up Passat? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. See if this is true. And Ryan, I've no reason. As in 2006 Passat. I've got no reason to disbelieve Ryan, but we, ah, need, to, we need to get to the bottom. You can not make that up. Of course, yeah, it must be the truth. Ryan's talk nonsense. That's, I'd be proud of that Right let's find out Hopefully we'll have an answer soon Let's speak to Jamie uh, Who's a Rangers fan And Bishop Briggs uh, Enough about creepy chauffeurs uh, Jamie let's actually talk about A big game tonight How Confident are you? Are you feeling that Rangers can do it? Um, I'm, um, I must admit I am absolutely Buzzing about Tonight's match And although I'm a bit nervous At the same time Yeah that'll probably speak On behalf of a of a, a lot of people I would think Mark Oof. That's the, the sort of Big game Feeling yeah. the, the difference is We've not really had Many European semi-finals To get nervous about Well when there's so much On the line You know the fans I'd even be surprised If the players aren't even Just looking one step ahead And imagining what it would be like To be in Seville At the final But the fans have been through So much on these European uh, Nights that uh, You know So much resting on the night So it's been a long old day Especially when it's An 8 o'clock kickoff. It's okay when big games come about and it's a 12 o'clock kickoff or a, a 3 o'clock kickoff. You're right in it. When it's 8 o'clock and you're waiting about all day, I know what it's like to be a player, but for fans, it's probably worse. So yeah, I'm not surprised at Jamie. You'd be sacking off your work today, wouldn't you? I think there'll be a few sacking off tomorrow if Rangers can get a result. <laughs> not that we can do that sort no, of thing. No, exactly. Get out there and keep the industry going. But um, yeah, I think for the players now, it's a case of they'll be at the stage of all the tactics are done, all the preparations done, gone. Getting out there, getting a, a, a feel of the atmosphere, getting ready to make sure that you start in the front foot. And the fans going along to Ibrox, of course they will be nervous. It's a massive game for them, but um, it's they can only play their part in encouragement and it's up to the players to go out there and produce the goods. So we're in for a really terrific night of football. Uh, Jamie, we have heard the team news. We're still reacting to it with no Kumar Roof at all tonight. What do you make of that? Is that a blow? Um, it is a blow because um, Kilmer Ruth is one of my um, favourite um, 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 players 
and if you'll be missed tonight. No, but I'm hoping. Um, well, as I say, um, I'm well, I'm nervous, but I think we'll go on to win the um, tie. Yeah, well, I mean, Mark. First and foremost, we need to speak to the girl in the petrol station. Oh, who told her boyfriend to phone in last night and say Kamar Roof is fit to play? Get the boyfriend back on got so the, we can question him. He got the hopes of half yeah. the city up, yeah. and uh, he's not involved. No, I did say last night players always think they're fit, don't they? Yeah, but you know what's funny about Roof? That remember, wasn't it that long ago? Like about four weeks ago when Morelos was ruled out, and they're saying, "Oh, Roof's, you know, he, he's not doing it." You know, for Rangers up front, he goes then scores a hat trick, and everything again changed. Roof has come into the side and he's he's proved he's a goal scorer. He can carry the mantle. He's not Morelos, but he, he's the next best option. So when you're missing him in the biggest game and God, it might be the biggest game in, in Rangers history. Mm. The night home game in Rangers history tonight. It's a huge blow. I like Roof, Mark. I don't think it's a case of, you know, see if he was a midfield player tonight, we wouldn't have this conversation. It's someone else would just play. Yeah, it's a position. And Rangers are short mm. in that position. Because That's for instance, I keep... It's the it's one of those stock phrases you go to. I keep hearing Aaron Ramsey being referred to as only being fit enough to make the bench. He's maybe perfectly fit enough to start the game, mm. but he's not been picked. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's entirely possible because of Rangers' other midfield options. Yeah, and and the problem with Roof is he's become such. I said that on Tuesday, he became such a, a a big important player for Rangers because of the position. It's so important the number nine position. Um, so there'll be a big uh, responsibility on Aribo's shoulders tonight to try and bring everybody up the pitch because, as I keep saying, week in, week out in this programme, centre-forwards dictate where you play the game. If you can get your centre-forward to take the ball in and link up the play, everybody can go up the pitch. If he can't, mm-hmm. then you're under severe pressure all the time. I don't want, this is not a, you don't take any pride in, in sort of I told you so on this stuff, Mark, but a lot of us on the show did say that when Morelos was out, there were actually two questions over Kamar Ruth. The first one is, in terms of footballing ability, can he fill that void? Can he score the goals? Can he do what Morelos does? And the second one was, even if he does on a certain occasion, can he be robust enough to go and play all of these games for Rangers between then and the end of the season? And sadly, the answer to that has been no. Well, that's been his problem since he's been at Rangers. I just said minutes ago there that... Carrying the can in terms of goals, you know, he has no Morelos, but he's as close as, as they've got Rangers and replacing him. But it's the fitness, you know, he picks up wee knocks that rule him out for a couple of weeks. And when you need somebody, you know, to replace Morelos and rely on him, he's just came up short. Now, look, it's not his fault. I, I, I had a full career at that, so he'll be sitting there absolutely devastated tonight that he can't play. And look, the, the way the game goes, it might prove that we go well. What was the big commotion about? They, they didn't oh, need them, but I, you'd rather. I can't believe I've missed this on Twitter as well. At quarter to at twenty to seven, Andrew Turkington sent me a message to say, "I just seen Roof coming out of the car park. Safe to say he's no playing." Oh, so we, we could have that's had, an exclusive. Aye. Breaking team news. Um, there, let's um, let's thank Jamie for his call. Enjoy the game tonight, Jamie. Uh, let's squeeze in one quickly from Tommy in Greenock before we take the break. Tommy, what's your point tonight? Uh, it's a bit odd for game tonight. I'm not, mm-hmm. not worried about the Rangers. I'm not worried about Leipzig. I'm, I'm a wee bit concerned about the referee after watching last night's performance. I just hope it's not 
money's I'm not like sound like a conspiracy theory, but like, they didn't want an all England final, so they might not want an all UK final or an all German final, and some team might suffer because I thought some of the decisions last night were really, really weird against Man City. Oh, I've never, I've never heard that people wouldn't want an all UK mm-hmm. final. Listening to the the game last night, I feel like lots of people were excited for a, an all UK final that they thought they were going to get. Like Tommy's right, let's forget you know the sort of theories. But Tommy, here's and I know you you've got an interest in the refereeing. Business Tommy I've just had a tweet in right from Adam And I didn't know this Adam says I'm not sure it's been mentioned But the referee is bound to be involved tonight I just hope Rangers can keep the head He's given 144 yellow cards In 23 games Wow That's uh, Apparently That that's sounds like quite a lot to me Tommy That sounds like a hell of a lot aye. <laughs> um, It's a bit concerning isn't it no um, I know in the last few games Bars helped us out but like last night see the penalty I thought the guy got the ball but they never even checked it on but just gave the penalty and that was it and I went just get on and then there's a tackle by Sterling a great tackle to get Sheila Kerry whereas the one before that by was it Cambodia or something well half the guy in two never even spoke to it I was going I mean listen um, Gordon these are different different games I was gutted last night Gordon yeah City I'm, legend I'm, yourself. I'm absolutely gutted for my team but I disagree with Tom I don't think the outcome had anything really to do with the referee I, I thought that it was a penalty kick to be honest with you um, but Manchester City had the final in their hands and they let it slip so I don't think we can look at referee last night I think we can look at Man City but it's all about tonight forget about the referee just get out there do your job go on that front foot get that First important goal And all of a sudden Everything else will take care of itself Yeah apparently Mark Portuguese Artur Diaz Suarez This season 144 yellows In 23 games Well that's ridiculous I mean a yellow card um, Well let's hope He's not like that tonight Because That'll just break the game up You know If he's constantly Blown for fouls And dishing out yellow cards That makes for a much more Tepid mm. affair So Fingers crossed he's not like that. Well, he might have a quiet night, Tommy. Thank you for getting in touch. It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter. It's the usual phone number. And by the way, at Gilby Mark has sent me some more info on this book. About, uh, <laughs> the chauffeur. About the sh- creepy chauffeur. And I'm going to get producer Callum on the case as well. I think we're going to be able to clear this all up next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DLR here. It's 0141951025. We're building up to kick off Rangers fans. We're entering really the last chance for you to have your say before the game. So let's hear from you. Are you up for it now? Are you feeling excited, confident? Are the nerves kicking in? What about the team? And no Kamar Roof, for instance, tonight. What do you make of the team? Pick up that phone and let us know. You can tweet at Clyde SSB. I'm delighted to have been getting quite a lot of information, not about football tonight, about literature. Things you never thought you would hear on this show now. Uh, Gerard Mooney has sent me a tweet already. I read out some of the previous ones on the back of this message, this mystery message I received late last night. And it turns out, Gordon DL, mm-hmm. it appears you actually are a character. In a horror novel <laughs> And I, I'm astonished I'm like, not, When I first heard this I thought No offence to Ryan Who sent me the message I thought I don't know Has he got mixed up or something Because we would have heard about this Someone would have flagged it up yeah. But people have now been sending me tweets You know Wikipedia pages Articles Character lists And all that sort of stuff um, So basically It is from a book called Ash By James Herbert Okay mm-hmm. And 
fortunately, it does come as an audio book as well. So we can now play a clip of this book. <laughs> oh, no. Have we got it? Now, in this clip, the main character, Ash, is speaking to a new character, a chauffeur who works at a creepy castle. Scotland's always been a different country to me. Ah, so we see eye to eye, sir. He was still smiling genially. Or eye to eye. Sorry, weak joke. Ash had attempted a Scottish accent, but it was pretty lame. Indeed it was, sir, but not totally without humour. My name's Gordon DL, by the way. <laughs> Ash found himself warming to the man, despite, or maybe because of, the teasing banter. Teasing banter. Let's hear that again. Indeed it was, sir, but not totally without humour. My name's Gordon DL, by the way. <laughs> That's a wind-up What do you mean it's a wind-up? That's a total wind-up <laughs> He sat for the last half an hour And downloaded the oh, audiobook I don't know Ash like you. I've <laughs> got your voice and accent into a T when you were living in here. How met. incredible is that? That is amazing. He is a, <laughs> a, amazing. a creepy chauffeur in a horror Wait, novel. Go, give, us, give us it again. And my, my name's and we never my name's Gordon DL. Indeed it was, sir, but not totally without humour. My name's Gordon DL. I can't believe that, honestly. As I said, I thought I'd heard it all on this show, but that was just too weird. That is amazing. That is brilliant. Right, yeah. One more time, please, because I know your memory is shocking. <laughs> you gen- Do you not think I'd remember that? You've never heard anything about this? Not in a million years, no. Just I, think I still, if, if that gets made into a movie, I still, yeah, get I the st- real Gordon Dale. I, st- I don't know Ash, right? Well, Ash is the character in the book, of yeah, course you don't, don't know him. I don't know Herbo. James Herbert or whatever. You do look like he looks like one of the creepy villains of Scooby Doo. Remember when they they kind of unmasked the old janitor at the end? That's that's what you you look like. I honestly still think that producer Cam's made that. He's good at that. He genuinely didn't. So I don't know why you're going down that road. I've given you information. Well, I don't know anything about that. There you go. I I (laughs) I don't don't think he's happy about that. (laughs) Something's using money. I think what's annoying me more than anything is he doesn't think that's legitimately. That is the audiobook. He's just downloaded it from Audible, which is where you get, you know, audiobooks. He's had to scroll through and listen to it. That's brilliant. That's amazing. Should I not get money for that? (laughs) <laughs> First thing I'm thinking Chapter 14 To be specific Is it chapter 14? Well, what happens to him? We need to find out What happens to him Calm, read the rest of yeah, that book Hurry up, will By you? the way <laughs> We're on to 11 You can actually read the full book See if oh, the game gets boring We just play the rest of that audio oh, book What if you die? What if something Suspicious happens to you? One more time before we go Indeed it was, sir But not totally without humour My name's Gordon DL I can't buddy. believe that I cannot But we're in the presence I'm going to buy that book Of greatness <laughs> to see what happens to you I'll sign it for your Christmas and that. <laughs> With no disrespect be the pundit with now no disrespect, I'm my balls with, I'm going to give out books With no disrespect to James Herbert If he's listening It doesn't sound great, does it? No, no, no hey, it's a pity hey, He's a top author you guys say that he's, Number he's one in bit, the charts he's, he's been a bit far With the Scottish accent You never read Herbert stuff Apparently he's a massive author That's what I'm saying I don't know massive But anyway Let's bring in Stevie and Paisley What are you thinking tonight Stevie? Ah well I'm just saying about the mushroom I think he looks more like Shaggy Every time you see him You know <laughs> Scooby Doo <laughs> You're the one that made the Scooby Doo reference Keep Ah up. sorry I thought you meant the singer He's Shaggy No 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 no, no, no. Shaggy. You, do, you no, don't look like him No, no. In the programme 
Anyway, my point of view is, <laughs> right, Stephen. Gordon, I will stick up for you, son. Thank the you. greatest nose in Scottish football. Put it that way. <laughs> you scored two great goals with your nose against Celtic, as far as I'm concerned. Stop no, the bus. Stop right, the bus. Let's get back to the football. Go for it. Right now, I fear the worst for Rangers tonight. Oh, we've, had, we've had nothing but positivity so far. What makes you fear the worst? No, because we've not got a centre forward at all. You know, and Germans are Germans. You know what I mean? I'm hoping I'm wrong. I really hope I'm really, really wrong. And it's a night that we had the uh, 1972, which I can remember watching on the telly when Rangers beat Bayern Munich two nothing. I hope it's going to be a night like that. But honestly, I'm being, I'm, I'm maybe being pessimistic here. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But I can't see Rangers winning this tonight without a centre forward. No, I was having a bit of a joke. You know, you don't have to come on and be blindly optimistic. You're all allowed to, you know, have. An opinion And Stevie's backed that up It's perfectly logical Mark To Well their fear the worst Is a bit strong But certainly realise that Rangers are Not where they'd want to be In attack That that yeah. can't be avoided Yeah well I think A full strength Rangers side Would have difficulty Overcoming Leipzig as well Because look Leipzig play In a huge league They come up against Top opposition Every other week You know You only have to look at The teams ahead of them um, You're talking about A team that Got to the Champions League semi-finals not that long ago as well. I know players may have changed, but the the stats are still there at the club. So Rangers full strength, it would have been a hard enough fixture. Stephen's right in a way that you know in these big games you need everybody pulling their weight. You need everybody at the top of their game, and you need your strongest team usually. But we've seen that Rangers depleted in the past can can upset the odds. So a lot of Rangers fans will fear Leipzig a bit, but I think most of them will go along optimistic. I could tell Stevie was, you know, sort of going for that. I mean, it's a positive stereotype. You talk about German teams and being organised and whatever. I'll tell you who's not organised. Domenico Tedesco, the manager. He's Aww. standing out in the govern rain. It is chucking it down. He's got a nice wee piece of fine knitwear on. Yeah. And he so, looks drowned already before the game's even started doing his television interviews. So he'll hope his team is better prepared. Yeah, I think they will be very well prepared, Gordon. Um, I agree. Look. I can understand that Stevie's worries. Um, I think it's better to have a, a recognised number nine. But there's still a living good players out there. Um, you've got to adjust to situations. Um, I think Rangers can do that tonight. They can adapt. Um, they went over to Germany. They played a couple of systems. Got away with a 1-0. Uh, kept this tie alive. Um, there'll be a great atmosphere tonight. So, uh, first goal was important for me. But let's not be kidding to you. They're playing a top quality side. As much as they, they've had a, a bad Monday night, uh, they don't come in with you know a lot of confidence from that. They played their strongest side. Uh, they lost to ten men. Um, they are still a top quality side. Yeah, well, funnily enough, if we're talking about the tale of the strikers, Mark, you know, and Kimar Roof not being there, and Stevie fearing the worst without a focal point. Christopher and Kunku of RB Leipzig has got thirty-one goals. In 48 games this season Which is a scandalously good record mm -hmm. He scored Even although Leipzig had a disappointing night on Monday He did score But he didn't half let Rangers off the hook last yeah. week So let's be honest Sometimes you need that you, you need the top dogs on the opposition team to have an off day Will he have another one though? Well that's unlikely You've got to say These players get to that level for a reason That they play in the big games And they perform in the big games And you're right He, he didn't have the best of nights last week um, so if you're a Rangers supporter And if you're in that Rangers side You're just praying that 
he has another one of those But it's very unlikely that you, you get it So he is the danger man There's no doubt about it Said last week Get to this stage of the tournament You come up against these world class players And he certainly won The thing is Gordon Last week was a strange night In the sense that Overall range You kind of could agree that Rangers Kept him quite quiet mm. But he had two brilliant chances And that that's what these guys do You know overall Rangers are certainly up to a point in the match Seemed like they defended really well Kept him quiet But he goes round Alan McGregor Should score He then has a header at the back post Should score So it's going to be some job to give him No chances across 90 minutes That's the worry about it Because a lot of people Weren't too impressed With him last week Gordon I was As much as um, I don't think they were at the their top forum I look at their players I look the way they're organised The way that their players are comfortable on the ball Their away record is very good um, You know Atalanta In the in the quarters um, They went into Italy And they, they won that So They know how to win away from home Gordon You look at the bench You look at the substitutes That come on last week as well This uh, The sort of equality They've got throughout their squad But Rangers have got home advantage tonight They went to Germany Keep the tie alive They've achieved that Can they finish the job But it's not just a case Of turning up at Ibrox And saying right okay we're only 1-0 down, we've got this big crowd behind us, we're just going to go there, we've been terrific in Europe before getting to this point. You've got to earn to get to the final. We've seen Manchester City last night, I think we all thought that they were going to play Liverpool in the Champions League final. Real Madrid stuck in there, didn't happen for them. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a big ask tonight. They're, they're capable of doing it without Morelos and Roof, but they have to be at their best form tonight to win this. Uh, let's hear more from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst We're talking about preparation uh, He is confident He's well prepared For tonight's opponents RB Leipzig They do come into the game str- Struggling a bit for form Having lost their last two In the Bundesliga Of course we have seen uh, The last games they played Also in the league uh, Not the result they wanted So they're now in fifth place And of course uh, Champions League football is also important for uh, for Red Bull uh, Leipzig so uh, we have to prepare as, as good as possible we've uh, of course played against them already last week so I have a more better view on their players their qualities their strengths um, their weaknesses so uh, you know we just have to prepare our game for a really tough game against a really good opponent we both want to reach the final but uh, of course, you know, I'm the Rangers manager and I'm uh, doing everything we, uh, I can and also my team to be in the final in Seville. Is it a big night for him, Mark? You look at what would normally come with a Rangers manager who takes over when the team is top and it looks like surrenders the league. That would usually come with a lot of criticism. But that criticism has disappeared amongst the Rangers fans because of this European run. And within that run... He has had to make tactical changes In-game and between matches He's had to make big calls He's had to tweak things here and there He's shown already, hasn't he That you know that this run He's been a big part of it and, yeah. and therefore it must be a big night for him Well, he's got to take huge credit For getting Rangers to where they are just now In this competition uh, And we've seen over the years How hard it is to, to progress From the 32 or the last 16 and you know he came He came in when the group stage Was still kind of in the balance And he got them through that But some of the big ties That he's negotiated You're right Gordon Some of the decisions That he's made in game To get them through the, those ties You know you can't overlook It's been huge Now the league is disappointing For any Rangers supporter 
But when you get to a European semi-final And you're still in the tie At this stage Granted the second leg Then For me I think it's a bit of a free hit For him You know Because he's already got them To semi-final He, he surely can't get criticised No matter how you this know what's on his side Mark I think he's got to take a bit of credit About Three four weeks ago We looked at fixture list Coming up He'd Braga On the Thursday night He'd Celtic In the semi-final At Hamden He then had to go to Fur Park in the league To keep that going they had to go over to Germany and then had Celtic before this big game tonight. And he stood up to every test. You've got to say, that could have went the other way and we could be standing here and Rangers fans absolutely criticising him to high heavens. He come through that. He's had some terrific results and tactically he's done very well with it, Gordon, but he needs a big one tonight. Super Scoreboard European football coverage with Moyer and Sweeney litigation. Whether it's criminal defence, family law, public inquiries and more, they're here for you. It's getting serious. If you want to be one of the final callers to get through before Rangers kick off a Europa League semi-final, now's the time to pick up the phone because we're nearly there. Kick-off is 20 minutes away. But just think how good it would be. Maybe next year's European action, you can sit and watch it on a 58-inch Samsung 4K TV and listen to us on your Amazon Echo show as well. It's all thanks to Moyer and Sweeney Litigation. They're our sponsors of European football coverage this season and they're giving you the chance to win both. They are a multi-award winning law firm. They're all across the legal business, discreet legal service in criminal defence or family law, road traffic, personal injury... And whatever your needs They should be able to point you in the right direction If you go to Clyde1.com You can find out more about them And that's where you enter as well for this competition It's a great prize A 58 inch Samsung TV And an Amazon Echo show So thanks again to Moira and Sweeney Litigation And this is the last chance for you to get your thoughts Before Rangers kick off In one of the biggest games in a long, long time Let's hear from you Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 15 minutes to go until Rangers play in a Europa League semi-final second leg And essentially are 90 minutes away from a Europa League final Mark Wilson, a lot has to happen within that game of course But to be at this stage, it's quite the prospect isn't it? It's quite something, you know, to be standing here on such a huge momentous night and uh, and a, a team from Scotland contesting it. You know, if this was the Europa League semi-final anyway, we'd have it on here in the back and we'd be commenting about it. But to have a team from Scotland, huge interest in it, there's something else. And you just think, you just wonder what this next 90 minutes or the rest has in store for us. Yeah, you could be in for a long night tonight, Gordon, depending on how this game goes and pans out. But <clears throat> look, they're there. They've got the opportunity to go and get their sell into the final. Uh, it's up to the players now. Uh, the supporters can play their part. The management team, <clears throat> their preparation's done. They're just hoping that they go out there, they perform to their best ability. And that's the thing as a manager. If you go and you see your players giving every single thing they've got and it happens for you tonight, brilliant. If it doesn't, you can accept it. Don't leave anything in the dressing room. I think that'll be the message from the manager tonight, Tim. What's the balance like as a player, Mark, in terms of these big games? I know you didn't play in a Europa League semi-final, but... Okay. The, sorry to, to sort of bring <laughs> that up. in. Um, We're right. good no, enough. Hold on, I'm actually about to give you credit. You know, big Champions League nights against powerhouses of Europe, old firm games, cup finals. How do you strike the balance between treating it like every other game and you're just doing the same preparation and, and trying to carry out your role the same 
Whilst acknowledging That it's obviously Not just any other yeah. game how, how, uh, how did you Find uh, that balance That's that's the difficulty You know you, you tend to Do the same in the dressing room But you, you're acutely aware of, of what's going on In the stadium out, uh, Outside You know you're, you're aware of The pressure that's on you The expectation Of those fans going along And although we We are here in the Scottish Premiership And you know, Leipzig playing a bigger league and the games that I played in, they all played in bigger leagues. The fans still expect the same. If you're playing at Ibrox, if you're playing at Celtic Park, the fans still expect you to beat whoever's put in front of you. So that's the difficulty. But I think the beginning of the game is always important for me. You know, to, to get that first touch. We speak about it when Rangers play Celtic all the time, that getting that first touch in the ball and making that first pass successfully calms the nerves and it'll be the same for these Rangers players tonight well we knew it was going to be an emotional night as well so let's go to Ibrox and speak to our reporter Gabriel who's there some tributes to Jimmy Bell Gabriel yeah we've just had a full two minutes of applause for Jimmy Bell a tribute video being played around Ibrox very touching very emotional day in here as it was being said there Jimmy Bell suddenly the best and that's how all Ibrox and the Ibrox faithful feel about Jimmy Bell here for over 30 years he was here when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was a player and then when he came back as a manager. The Rangers fans are going to try and turn that emotion, that heartfelt emotion, into passion now uh, when the teams come out on the pitch. We're still about 13 minutes away from kickoff. This place is really cranking up the volume here. Cracking atmosphere and it promises to be a belter of a game as well. If that doesn't get you up for the game, Mark Wilson, nothing will. It sounds like quite the atmosphere. certainly is. Um, and you'd expect that way. What, just over 10 minutes to go to kick off. Packed house already. Usually you see, you know, empty bits of the stadium in the lead up to games. That's, that uh, Ibrox is, is packed at the minute. Nobody wants to miss anything. And the players will be hearing that in the dressing rooms down below. Yeah, Mark's right. The players will hear that filtering through the, the corridors into the dressing room, Gordon. They'll just be desperate to get out there. That's the hardest point uh, bit for the players now. Getting to the, the, onto the pitch. The minute the game starts, as Matt rightly says, get your first touch. If it's a good one, build yourself into the game. You forget about that, everything else that's going on around about you. You're a professional, you're concentrating the job ahead, and it is a big job You'd ahead. You'd be a bag of nerves just now sitting in that change room, wouldn't you? Mark, I... I You'd be sick, the, I think. I was, I was sick before every game <laughs> I played in. It was, it's genuine. That's, that's, that's true <laughs> as I'm Imagine standing Imagine you tonight sitting in that dress room. Okay. I, You'd be I, a race. Race. I was... Sit before every single game. You'd I'd say, play. sit this one, it does. We'll date with it. Could you? Well, I just, I was okay once I started, right? Mm. But up until getting out that, that on that pitch, I was vomiting. Right. I wasn't nice to, <laughs> I wasn't nice to be standing. I'm trying to enjoy a pizza <laughs> at the break here. Uh, <laughs> David's in Cardonald's. I think you might be the final caller before kickoff, David. Are Rangers going to do this? Well, yeah, I would say I were going to do it. But uh, I've just been thinking, it's a quick question, I'll be your last caller. Surely the incentive, win tonight, get to the final, win it, and then no parachuted into the Champions League season next, you yep. know, 22-23. They are. Maybe I've missed somebody else, another, another Rangers fan or whatever, they'll be the game or sitting down in front of the telly, I might have missed it. But if I was Giovanni in the, the dressing room right now, I'd be laying it out clearly. Forget the league, Celtic have won it. Hands up. Let's not have to go through the qualifying of, you know, being runners-up. 
in the Premier League. That's what I would be saying to the team tonight. Oh yeah, they'll know Mark. They'll know for sure the the repercussions because the thing is that that would be great for Rangers in the future. But that's before you would even. You have to get over the actual glory of winning a European trophy. <laughs> that that speaks for itself first, yeah. and then you get the, that, the bonus say, later I mean, on. The, the Champions League is a bonus. There's no way the Rangers players or manager will be having that kind of chat in the dressing room saying, oh, win this, and the Champions League might be there for you. <clears throat> to win a European trophy is exceptional. For a Scottish team to win a European trophy is, is even bigger than that. So never mind the Champions League. If Rangers do get to the final and do win it, that comes after. To get to a European final is a great achievement in itself. And of course, Gordon, we will watch with interest. Can Rangers get through? Will it be Eintracht Frankfurt? They're in front at the moment. Will West Ham come back? If there are two comebacks in the cards, you know what that means? A Rangers-West Ham final, which would be quite something. It's just what a night of European football we've got across the board. Very exciting night. Two games are very tight, Gordon, very close. You couldn't really call them. I says to Mark Fair about the other game, I've just got a sneaky that West Ham can go over there and get the result uh, but their full concentration's on Ibrox tonight Rangers have got to go and get the job done uh, as we quite rightly says the excitement to the, the build up now to kick off the Rangers fans are just desperate for this game to get started and so is the players but I keep stressing I will stress it right up until kick off they'll need to be the top of their game How do you think Rangers will look to start this match Mark because it's very close are we talking about front foot in the faces try and feed off the atmosphere or will it be more calculated Um, I think they will go for Leipzig I understand the dangers that may pose and the team lineup maybe suggest otherwise but I think the success they've had this year in this tournament when big teams have came along and they've went for them from the start it's, it's made a huge difference to the game and the way that the game flows from that. I think if you invite this team onto you at Ibrox and you let them come and come again, then you might find yourself in trouble. Rangers never really tested them last week and the one or two times they did with Kent, they got some success. I think they should go for them right from the off. Uh, I'm with Mark. I think they'll be in the front foot, Gordon. But when they get the ball, they've obviously got to take care of it because if they give it away cheaply... This team now, as much as we're talking about this atmosphere, this team will not bother about this crowd tonight. They've got players, experienced players, they've got players that have played in massive games. The atmosphere won't affect him. So you've got to take that into consideration. If Rangers can get the crowd up for it, get the two full-backs high up the pitch, get some decent quality balls in early, put them under pressure early, they'll know they're in for a game tonight. Here's something I've never said on the show before. Rangers are 90 minutes away from a Europa League final. There is still work to be done, though, and kick-off is next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Teams are in the tunnel. Let's go to Gabriel at Ibrooks. The atmosphere is absolutely rocking here in Govan. Giovanni Van Bronco said his players need a noisy crowd tonight, and he certainly got that. It's the biggest game in Scotland for at least 40 years. It's one of the biggest matches at Ibrox for half a century. You can see the banners across the other side, the deeds of those who were before us are our inspiration. They want inspiration from 1972 when Rangers did go on to win a European trophy. Can that happen against this season? Well, they stand on the precipice of a Europa League final in Seville later this month. Up next, it's Red Bull Leipzig. 
and the crowd are roaring as James Tavernier leads the team out here at Ibrox. The fans, the team, everyone absolutely focused on the task at hand. They are 1-0 down, but they are confident they can make more magical memories and turn this tie around. I'll give you a quick run-through of the teams again. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst makes three changes since the 1-1 draw with Celtic at the weekend with Davis Southfield and Sakala dropping out for Jack Wright and Glenn Kamara. There is no space in the squad for Kimar Roof, whilst Aaron Ramsey has to drop to the bench. Alan McGregor's in goal. James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Calvin Bassey and Borna Barisic in the back four. John Lundstrom, Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara in the midfield three with Scott Wright out on the right wing. Joe Rebo will play through the middle and Ryan Kent on the left. The substitutes are McCrory, McLaughlin, Diallo, Davis, Ramsey, Sands, Balogun, Sakala, Arfield, King and Lowry. It might be a four at the back, it might be a five at the back, but one thing's for certain, Rangers have to go for this here. Fireworks are being let off behind the Sandy Jardin stand in Govan. I'll give you a quick run through of the visiting side as well. Three changes for Leipzig. They suffered two Bundesliga losses in a row. Will that affect them? Their team sees Peter Gulashi in goal. Josip Guardiol, Willy Orban and Lukas Klosterman as a back three. Four across the middle are Benjamin Heinrichs, Kevin Campbell, Conrad Leimer and Angelino with Christopher Nkunku, Danny Olmo and Yusuf Poulsen up front. They've got a strong attacking lineup on their bench as well, so expect them to have plenty of threat, especially on the break. The referee here in Glasgow this evening is Arthur Diaz from Portugal. Now, Leipzig have never made a European final before, but they were in the quarter, the semi-finals of the Champions League a couple of years ago. You compare that to Rangers, they've been to four European finals. They're going to want to make it five. The crowd are starting to settle down here as the team get for their photo, but they're roaring again. Kickoff is just a few minutes away here in Ibrox. Plenty of fans around me, all confident. The ones I spoke to outside, every single person told me they think Rangers will be in Seville. It's the biggest games of many of these fans. Like fans who thought they may never reach this stage of European competition again. And it's certainly the biggest game of many of the Rangers players' lives. A monumental night in waiting here in Govan. Rangers have looked so strong this tournament all season and much of that was down to these fans you can hear them they are all confident here we are approaching kickoff the referee starting to walk to the center circle oh we've lost gabriel just in his prime he was just getting going uh, but he certainly gave us a good flavor of the build up the atmosphere i think there is going to be a minute silence prior to kickoff uh, in memory of jimmy bell after his sad and sudden passing earlier this week um so before we get underway, Mark Wilson, it is worth revisiting just how that sounded. The Rangers fans sound bang up for this, um, albeit they're about to fall silent. Um, but up to that point, it was raucous to say yeah. the least. What an atmosphere. And you didn't expect anything less because the atmosphere at Ibrox this year in these games has been you know, huge. Um, but for a semi-final, always adds that wee bit more edge. A lot of nerves in there in the stadium tonight, but... I keep saying it, there'll be a lot of optimistic Rangers fans going along, they know what's up for grabs I just can't wait for it to kick off now This is the poignant bit, the emotional bit Mark heads bowed, players and fans alike as a black and white image of Jimmy Bell is displayed on the big screens uh, with his date of birth on it and of course the year that he sadly passed just a couple of days ago as the, the stadium now erupts into applause the players are going to feel that, aren't they? Of course, emotional, like we say a huge part of that Rangers side Emotionally connected to the players And they would have chose that moment there Just to remember them But they've got a job to do now And It's a big one 
right, let's do this. 